Let's switch our focus to the macro headwinds and how widening credit spreads are impacting stocks. Here to explain, Mahmoud Nurani, CEO of Quant Insight. Thank you so much for being here. Obviously, we talk about the yield curves. We talk about inverted yield curves and how they could signify recession. What are we seeing now and what's it telling you? First, thanks for having me. Um, so as you mentioned, lots of macro headwinds. It's really, you know, the, the, the key thing moving markets globally and has been for almost three years now. And we know that financial conditions and, and specifically what the Fed does is so critical and, and that's obviously driven by inflation. Uh, one of the things we do is we crunch vast amounts of data. So, you know, we love human analysts, of course, but computers are better at crunching large amounts of data. And what this tells us is that one of the variables that's really important for understanding what the stock market does is credit spreads. And just to explain, that is the premium that the market charges corporates for borrowing, and typically that's sort of five-year borrowing rates. And today that is around 5.5% over five-year treasuries. That used to be more like two and a half, two percent over five-year treasuries. And so what we see is that that sort of market-driven variable that certainly the big institutions and hedge funds look at is, is really important. Um, and what we do is we calculate the impact these credit spreads have on various stocks. And so and with you that, that, you have, yeah. Yeah, what a great um, chart here. Because you said there's certain kinds of stocks that have negative sensitivity versus those that have positive sensitivity to high yields. For example, you have Activision as that in the positive category. Can you explain that? Sure. Well, you know, you're really looking for the way stocks trade and the way Activision trades, not just versus credit spreads, but when you take all the data together, uh, what it tells you is that the impact of credit spreads per se is negligible to positive. And, you know, that might be that a company like this that produces some of the most popular computer games out there, Candy Crush and, and all sorts of other, um, you know, um, major computer games is actually quite resilient to um, changes in financial conditions. And you know, the, the world has become so complex, particularly with the advent, advent of social media and, and gaming and, and the entire digital complex, that a lot of the old rules of thumb we have as investors that you know, when you want to get defensive, go into utilities and staples, for example, um, you actually have to look now at the single stock level um, and run some more deep data-driven analysis to reveal which companies are resilient and which companies are more vulnerable. Broadly speaking, there is no doubt that the sort of growth stocks, uh, which rely on funding, many of them are loss making, um, you know, those are clearly more vulnerable compared to the, the traditional value stocks. But you do get exceptions. And with Activision, right. you found one. There are other names like Chubb, AT&T, um, you know, and so the picture varies. 
Right, right. And then here on the negative uh, sensitivity, you have a longer list. I guess those are easier to find. Tell me a little bit about some of these lanes like NVIDIA, Adobe, um, AMAT, Salesforce. Broadly speaking, tech is trading as much more vulnerable to tighter financial conditions. And, and sort of a lot of tech is painted with this brush, uh, which is that, you know, they uh, operate on the basis of, of vast expansion, huge financing needs. You know, we see these headlines of the amount of capital that, that tech raises and, and what it needs to raise, very focused on revenue growth rather than profits. And they're obviously going to be more susceptible to higher financing costs. Um, but you do have some interesting ones like Applied Materials, uh, Domino's Pizza, right. Estee Lauder, First Republic Bank. So it's a mixture. And I think the big challenge for trading equities out there over, you know, in this macro environment is that a lot of the traditional bottom-up fundamental analysis um, is sort of getting swamped and overwhelmed by the macro news flow. And if you think about it, there are 250 days in a year. Um, 10 of those days give you company-specific information. So you're going to have four days a year where you get earnings. You're going to have some capital markets days. You're going to have product announcements. You might have some competitor announcements that impact a stock. That's maybe 20 days a year. So there's 230 days a year where the stock is still moving. Well, what's moving it? And the answer is macro. And so what we specialize in is really understanding which parts of the macro complex are impacting which stocks and how. Right. Mahmoud Nourani, thank you. CEO of Quant Insight, appreciate it. Thank you so much.